1: And now, today's message with God's servant Reverend Ismaila Awudu Head Pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple East Dagon
0: Amen Turn your Bibles with me to the book of 1 Kings chapter number 17 I'm reading from the verse number 1 To the verse number 16 And this is the story By Elijah the prophet It talks about the transitional period In the life of the children of Israel, where Ahab was the king. And certain things went on that Elijah, the prophet, came to speak. But we are going to look at God's principles and providence through the scripture and be able to align our life to the provisions of God. That God is still in the business of providing for his children. No matter what the situation and the challenge. He said, Elijah the Tishbite of the inhabitants of Gilead said to Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain this year, except at my word. Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Get away from here and turn eastward, and hide by the brook Sheriff, which flows into the Jordan. And it will be that you shall drink from the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. For he went and stayed by the brook Sheriff, which flows into the Jordan. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning, and bread and meat in the evening. And he drank from the brook. And it happened after a while that the brook dried up, because there had not been rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So he arose and went to Zarephah and when he came to the gate of the city, indeed, a widow was there gathering sticks and he called to her and said, please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, please bring me a muzzle of bread in your hand. So she said, as the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread. Only a handful of flour in a bin and a little oil in a jar. And see, I am gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son. That we may eat it and die. And Elijah said to her, do not fear, go and do as you have said. But make me a small cake from it first and bring it to me. And afterward make some for yourself and your son. For thou sayest the Lord God of Israel. The bin of flour shall not be used up. Nor shall the jar of oil run dry. Until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. So she went away and did according to the word of Elijah. And she and she and he, he and her household ate for many days. The bin of flour was not used up. Nor did the jar of oil run dry. According to the word of the Lord which is spoke by Elijah. Amen. The word of the Lord as very explicit and straight in this particular scripture. It gives you scenario of events and circumstances or challenges that befell a whole city or a then land of Israel. And he says that a man of God appeared out of nowhere and gave a prophecy. And the prophecy, if you can call it, you call it the prophecy of doom. Because the prophecy he brought or he spoke of, brought challenges to the land. And he was emphatic about his word. He said, categorically clear, that as the Lord God lives, he is speaking and saying that there's not going to be rain, there's going, not going to be dew until his word comes to pass. And God hacking to the word of this servant of God. By the effect of his word was not only felt by the city, it was also felt by him. Can I hear an amen? So he also went through the same challenges that the others also would have gone through. It therefore tells us something that whatever any city or any nation go through, everyone goes through it. It doesn't matter whether you're a believer or a non-believer. When a nation suffers, you suffer with it. When a nation is blessed, you will be blessed with it. When a nation is lifted, you'll be lifted with it. When a nation is down, you go down with it. So, it is important for us to know that our actions or inactions has its own effects on the nation and it has its own effects on our life. Can I hear an amen? amen? But far be it, we are looking at some critical principles here. You will realize that in the story, Elijah was confronted with a challenge but God intervened in one way or the other. Ironically, we are living in a time and a season where many people, I'm making this statement and I want you to take note of it. We are living in a time and a season that people think that God cannot provide for them. And even if God will provide for them, they have their own mindset as to how God should do it. So they have a mind on an anchor. They have their mind on an auntie. They have their mind on somebody somewhere or some connection somewhere that by it, they can be able to be blessed. Now, if that plan does not work out, then automatically they are doomed. So it affects their joy. It affects their peace. It affects their thinking. It affects their relationship. In fact, it affects everything that is around them. Because why? Somebody made a promise and the person could not deliver because somebody decided to help and a person couldn't help. And it's so much that people even can get hurt and can be so, uh, 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 how would I put it, so unthinkable, to do unthinkable things that you don't expect them to think of or to do. As you are listening to me this morning, there are a lot of us in this house like that and there are a lot of such also outside there who are having critical challenges And angry with somebody because the person didn't do what they were expecting the person to do. And there are some who are sitting there right now that their joy is even affected and they are not happy. Because why? They were expecting Mr. A or Mr. B or Madam B or Madam C to have done something that did not come to pass. So their whole life is boxed. In fact, there are people who has postponed their future and they have postponed their life because somebody was not there to take care of them. I have known of some people. I remember once upon a time I met a gentleman who for, for all his life is saying that he needs to travel out. And if he can't travel out, he doesn't think he can make it in this land. And he has to do everything possible. In fact, he's been to the embassy several times, and if he refused a visa, and he will go ahead and even gather money and give it to connection men for them to help him to get it there, he will still be refused. Whether he went by himself, he was refused. Whether he went by connection, he was in fact, even if the connection was genuine, he was still refused. And his whole life was boxed and he was growing. Radical arts may be, when I met him, I asked him and he was telling me, I told him, you have to excuse my language, you are not being wise. Because you have to know that life does not wait for you. And Europe does not make you. But you decide to make yourself. Because you can enter into even any advanced system or economy. If you don't have a change of mind or attitude, you cannot be able to even achieve anything in there. Because money is not on the street for you to go and collect. So I have to challenge him. But to cut a long story short, he began to reason up with me. And through prayer, today, he is doing far better and can travel anywhere without any struggle or denial of a visa. There are people that somebody promised them marriage, promised them money, promised them something, and it didn't come to pass. And for if you meet them today, they will tell you that my life is the way it is because somebody didn't do X or Z or Y. There are some who are even angry with their parents because their parents did not take care of them when they needed them most. Some are angry with their husbands. Some are angry with their wives. Children are at war with their parents. Parents are at war with their children. In-laws. Everybody. Because the issue is that man is looking up to man for man to help him. Jeremiah 32, 26, 27. It says, then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah saying, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? ask the person sitting by you. Is there anything too hard for God? Now ask the person, is there anything too hard for God? You know, sometimes you, you meet people and the way they will be lamenting and complaining and, and, and throwing their hands into the air with despair as if God is, is sleeping and God has traveled and God is not able to do anything. And they will tell you, Hey, you don't understand what I am going through. I don't need to understand what you are going through. There is one thing that I know that our God is a God that supplies all our needs according to His riches in glory. And the last time I checked the account of of God, God is not in red. Oh, you didn't hear what I'm saying. I said the last time I checked the account of God, God is not in red. The last time I checked the check of God, it did not go in and was not able to claim. I have not said it. But man has limited himself we are living in a time and generation that thinks that the time of god's providence is over the time where god protects the time where god provides is over and that it will only take our effort to make it or manipulate systems to survive So, if I don't manipulate the system, I will not survive. You can even see the way we talk on the airwaves. You can see even the way we behave in our businesses. You can see even the way we go about doing things. We rush out in the morning, come in late, rush out in the morning, come in late. There is little time for God. There is no time for even developing ourselves. We are living in a time and a season where every, if you take about 10 people, about 9 of them are sick emotionally. And psychologically. Their sickness emotionally and psychologically has nothing to do with God. It has to do with anxiety and worry. We are so boxed with worry, with anxiety to the extent that we don't even know whether we are going forward or we are coming backward. Every day we are living at a time like like, like at at instant break and, and we are moving just like that. Matthew chapter 6. Jesus was speaking and was teaching about dependability on him. It is important for you to understand that God loves and cares for you more than anything from verse 25. He says therefore I say to you do not worry about your life. Tell the person, do not worry about your life. Tell the person, do not worry about your life. Now, now check it. Even today, children are having pressure. It wasn't there before. I, by God's grace, grew up and and passed through transitions. I have seen both sides of life. It is difficult in those days, in the 70s and the 80s, to even find a child who has pressure. Now, a child has pressure. Check it. Strange ailments. Because why? Humanity has taken God out of the equation. And man is is, is trying to live on survival instinct. So we have become reactive to things without our hope and faith anchored in God who created the heavens and the earth and all that there is in it. He said, therefore I said, you do not worry about your life. What you will eat or what you will drink. Are you not worrying about what you eat? Are you not worrying about what you will drink? And that is the challenge you go through every day. Your life is a routine
1: this message continues after the break
0: from the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu get these life changing inspirational and spirit filled books the mystery of greatness. At Thy Word, Church membership, the blueprint of marriage, and any other ministry product of His, you can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading Reverend Ismaila Awoodo's app from the App Store or Google Play Store. You can also purchase this book and other ministry product at the ICGC Yahweh Temple Otinshi American House. Last stop is Lagon. Reach us on telephone plus two three three two seven seven two five zero four two zero or plus two three three two four nine three nine three three six one email us ref ismila at gmail.com visit our website icgcislegon.com grab your copies now and experience a change in your life welcome back because of what a man will eat a man can lie against a brother Because of what a man will eat, a man will sell his conscience. We will sit down and say that if I am in the days of Esau, I will not sell my birthright. But today, we are selling our birthright every day. Left, right, center, middle, forward, back, every time. We have no integrity. Because to me, I have to survive. And anything I will do to survive, I have to survive. And I don't care what name you will call me. I just need to survive. Educational systems suffering. Government systems are suffering. Families are even into that. Everybody is looking for a way to survive. So I don't even care about cutting my brother's back or stepping on my brother's toe and hitting his head. You can bleed to death. Who cares? Once I get it I am gone. It is in ministry. It is everywhere. Tell the person under pressure. Tell me as you sit down. Even Sundays that you need to even serve the Lord. You are under pressure. There are some of you that are sitting in this church. Your phone is on. It cannot be on silent. And your phone cannot be switched off. Because even as you are sitting down right now. You are anticipating some business. So the whole thing is on vibration. You are putting somewhere that when it vibrates. It can have a direct impact with your skin. So that you will know who is calling. And sometimes you can be in church. And and, and instead of concentrating on the word of God. You'll be holding on to your phone. As if you are holding on to a crap. even the time you need to have to even concentrate on God's word you are even divided in God's house and Bible says that a divided mind cannot receive anything from the Lord for the father you are looking at my face does not mean that you are concentrating or hearing me because you are in church but you are absent minded you are thinking of what you are going to eat you are of what you are going to do. You are thinking about A. You are thinking about B. So there is no concentration. Why can't we concentrate on God? That is why we can't see the power of God in the church. And if we don't understand the ways of God, we will never be able, we will say God is here. We will just feel if a president or an important personality is coming, you will first see the entourage going forward. He is not in it. And most of us can see only the entourage of God, but God is not in it. Because God cannot come to us when we are confused. Bible says that the unstable mind should not deceive himself that he will receive anything from the Lord. People are running everywhere. Everybody wants to prosper. Everybody wants to to have something. Everybody is scrambling for things. We are just Struggling to gather things. The question I want to ask you is that after you have gathered them, what do you use it for? So worried. There are people who cannot sleep. Even they can't eat. Therefore I said, do not worry about your life, what you eat or what you drink. Not about your body. People even worry not only about food and they don't even only worry about what they will drink. They also worry about what they wear. clothing, Fashion. Somebody looking for money for Brazilian hair who doesn't mind sleeping with a man to get the money for the Brazilian hair. Tell me that is not true. Funny things. Strange things. God created people with talent and abilities can go to the extent of becoming so cheap to the extent that they don't even care about their morality. Because of what they will eat or what they will drink. What you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? God is asking your question. Is that is life not more than food and the body more than clothing? No, this generation will never understand that. Pastor, what are you talking about? But God never made a mistake. Before God created man in Genesis, you can go and read it. Before God created man in Genesis, God first went ahead and gave provision on earth before he released man onto the earth. God never made a mistake. Before you were born, God has already made provision for what you should have before you were born. The problem is not about God. The problem is about us. Because we don't trust God enough to provide for us. We don't believe God enough to fix the issue. We don't know God enough to say, God, I trust in you no matter what. And and, and sometimes you run around, you get busy, you do all those things, but tell me what do you bring home? What do you bring home? Marriages are breaking apart. Families are being shattered. Because of all this kind of pressure. Someone say pressure is not life more than food and the body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air. For they neither sow nor reap nor gather into bands. Yet your heavenly father feeds them. How many of you have seen a bird before? Come on. So we can all identify that we've seen a bird before. Have you wondered how the bird eats? Have you wondered who feeds the bird? Have you wondered even the the, the, the color arrangement of the bird? And don't you think that you are more, you being the crown of God's creation, God can do more than anything? So if these birds can eat and these birds can feed, in fact, when they are going to give birth, they are able to create a nest. And they, and they can go and get the things that they need in order to fix the thing in place so that they can lay their eggs and hatch their eggs and give birth to their, to, 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 to their birth. And, and cause them and train them and they also grow up and they follow the same pattern. But when it comes to man, man thinks, pastor, you don't understand. This one, I know God can do it. But man must help man. Listen, the situation of the world cannot get better. I don't care in what economy you find yourself. But you just have to understand that the situation of the world will get worse and get worse. And it's not getting worse and worse because God made it so, but mankind made it so. So just like Elijah, we spoke and we are beneficiaries of the effect. Are you in the house? Oh, you think he's going to get better. He's not going to get better. Because until man learns to depend upon God, no matter what man does, will be in vain. And these are life-tested principles. Some of you, you, you don't have peace. Listen, no matter what you have, there is no peace in your life. And, and, and the reason why you don't have peace is that you are competing with life. Instead of life competing with you. For they neither sow nor reap nor gather into bands, yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you by worrying can add one cubu to his stature? Which of you when you are worrying can add one, one, one thing to your stature? Sometimes people come to me for counseling and they'll be talking I'll be quiet and calm and listen to them. I know what goes through their mind. You know what? They'll be thinking, this man, you nothing, you you, you are okay. That is why you are sitting there looking at me. I have had people calling me frantically and the way they are talking as if they are dying tomorrow. Or even the next minute you will not find them alive. And I'll be so calm on the phone. And I know when they put the phone up, they'll be in short TV. Oh, I know. Especially to even tell them, oh, it is What God is going to do it. Say, hey, it is what. That is what he will say. But the thing is that if you know who you have come to believe in, you will become at the. Des- face of storms and challenges. I met people say he's dying, you know, we can't, if we don't do it, he's going to die. I didn't die. Because listen to me, if God does not build the house, we labor in vain that build it. If God does not watch over the house, the watchman watches by in vain. Listen, you can have all the sophisticated gadgets to watch your house. If thieves will break in, they will break in. But if God is the lion that is keeping the gate, the thieves will come and they will run away. You are not getting what I am saying. If the Lord is watching over your life, it doesn't matter what you do, God will do it. Your little effort, God will multiply it. Your little effort, God will bless it. Your little effort, God will take over. Everybody is a liar now. Let's bring the lion detector here. And see where that will not get you. Because of the help of a mobile phone. Even when they are not close. say, Oh I am close. In two minutes I will be there. Just wait for me. Because you feel if man leaves. That is the end of my life. There is no more truth in the world. The whole world is full of lies. From the Pope. To the Bishop. To the ordinary congregation member to politicians. We sit here and insult politicians. We are more corrupt than they are. In any case, who made them more corrupt? We made them corrupt. When they buy your conscience with money, you expect them to come and think of you? Because before anybody is coming into politics, you think the person is carrying money. You follow them and be milking from them. And you didn't ask them where did they get the money from? You disenfranchise yourself first before they become enfranchised. <laughs> and then you pick phone onto the radio, then you are insulting, and the politicians are chopping our money. Who chop whose money first? <laughs> In Ghana, we have a song that says that if the dog buys dog, there is no case. What business has the goat to come and ask questions? The journalist who is supposed to be a watchdog over the politician, himself is making from that man. And then he comes to a report and says that somebody is a thief. Who is the first thief? The pastor that is supposed to preach conscience. He is taking. Tell me as you are sitting and listening to me now. In your own businesses, the under taxes you are even calculating. How faithful are you with even, even your tax? And then you sit down and you remember, and, uh, and and uh, and and this is the the politician is like that. We are the first thieves. You see, there are fivefold ministry in the church the pastor, the apostle, the teacher, the prophet and the evangelist and each office is unique in itself but right now we've turned the pastor into a prophet we've turned the evangelist into a prophet we've turned the apostle into a prophet and when you even meet somebody and say it is well with your soul the pastor says it is well with you the person is not convinced that it is well with him or her until you have lifted your leg and put on his head, then you say, Yes, this pastor is good. So, Christians and believers are, be- are beginning to become window shoppers. Who is the next man in town? So, we have turned the men of God into demigods, and yet we turn around and come and insult them that they are priding themselves. Who made them to go into that level? We have made them to get to that level. Because you cannot associate with a humble minister of God. It's a problem. Worry. Which of you, when you worry, can add one tribute to your head? Which of you? Which of you? You, We can insult the system, that the system is corrupt, and there is bribery. Who started a bribery first? That's the person who started first. Even in the house, do you know there is bribery in the house? He said, why do you worry about clothing? Why do you worry about clothing? A brother and a sister will not be talking because of food. A brother and a sister will not be talking because of clothing. A brother and sister will not be talking. In fact, brothers and sisters, family as local as, they are killing each other because of property. And sometimes when you even check the property, the house is even breaking apart. That house they are killing each other on has no even beauty. And somebody can go to the extent of destroying you. Because of nothing. And that is the society we find ourselves in. Because we think God cannot do it. So why do you worry about clothing? consider the lilies of the field he's talking to you about flowers now if you can't identify with the bed, then I'm speaking to you about the flowers I'm speaking to you about the grass on the field consider the lilies of the field how they grow they neither toil nor spin have you ever seen a flower working for himself before? and yet I said to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these you will look at Solomon and be jealous how many of you want that to be like Solomon? oh Solomon's Spoons, cutleries, they are all gold. Listen, if anybody tells you that the arm robbers and the thieves in the city are not known, it's a lie. Don't look at my face like that. If man wants to change the system, man can change the system. He said, So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the wheat, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you, that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is. Tell somebody which today is. If you like when you leave here, go and consider what. Go and look at nature and begin to think. Which today is. And tomorrow is thrown into the oven. Will he not much more clothe you? Oh, you of little faith. Tell the person, you of little faith. He said, do not worry saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For after all these things, the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. He saying he doesn't know. He said, he knows what? He knows that you need all these things. Tell the person, God knows you need all these things. Tell the person, God knows you need all these things. Listen to me. He said for the one, Romans said, he said for the one that the Lord called, he also foreknew, in other words, where you will be and who you will be. God already knows. Don't be anxious for nothing. But in all things with prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, make your request unto the Lord. And the peace of God. Scripture says. That passes all understanding. Shall be your portion. Ask the person be honest and frank with me. Do you have peace? Some of you will tell you yes. It's a lie. They don't have peace. Peace is not a statement. It's a state of mind. Why you say that I don't care what happens. I am okay. And before you arrived at that position. Then you should have been somebody. Who trusts God to a fault. He said. But seek first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. And all things shall be added to you. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about his own things. Sufficient for the day. It is his own trouble. A lot of us are worrying about tomorrow. Charlie, Pastor, he needs to close. He needs to close. He needs to close. We are. I'm supposed to go and get something. For all the years we are chasing things, what have you gotten home? Everybody is busy. Seriously, everybody is busy now. Parents leave home and their children don't even see them. In fact, it is the, it is the house help who knows the children even better than the parents. You don't know who teaches them. You don't know what homework they do. All that you know is that when they wake up, money is on the table, they take it. And that is all. You are jumping to the next available flight. You are running everywhere. After you have masked everything and your child is a drug addict. How do you deal with the situation? Yet God gave you a child so that you can be a parent. Parenting is a responsibility. God can use anything and anybody to bless us. I am preaching to you on he doesn't need me to bless me. <laughs> My message title is that he doesn't need me to bless me. God does he not need me to bless me. In fact, God has already blessed me before I was born. God can use anything and anyone to bless us. He was able to use a fish and open the mouth of the fish and they got a coin to pay for a tax. Since when did fish begin to cut money? Hello? But God was able to bring the money out of the mouth of the fish. He was able to take two fishes, five loaves of bread, fed five thousand, and gather twelve more extra baskets. What can't he do in your life? Ask the person, what can't he do in your life? Ask somebody, what can't he do in your life? If he got can form you in your mother's who where you have no clue. You were not part of the process. I was not part of the process. And he can fashion us and give us a very nice head, a very nice eye, a very nice body, a very nice everything. And then we come out and we can admire ourselves in the mirror and we are proud when we have no clue as to how the whole thing was fashioned and formed. How much more can't he be so diligent with our life and take care of the details of our life if God was so detailed with your nose? Detailed with your eyes. Detailed with your eyelashes. Detailed with every hair. Detailed with your toes. Detailed with your nails. Detailed with your tongue. detail with your tissue. detail with your organ, detail with every part of you. How much more can't he be detailed with your very existence on life, in life? And you now think that you can do it without him. Since when God begin to feel you think he can fail you? There are people who can build a house, but they cannot even sleep in that house. I'm telling you. Because they are afraid. They are finished building, but they are afraid to sleep in the house. If you are like that, come and give me the keys. There are people who have money, but they are afraid to even buy a car to drive. There are people who even when they are going to their villages, they have to change three times before they get there. what is all this about life? I said, what is all? Somebody, when we we're growing up, somebody says that if you are going to marry a woman, look for a woman. Because the big size and the small size, they are all the same price. So it's better you going for big so that you. <laughs> somebody say mercy. mercy. You may not like the content, but God' blessings is in it. You will not like the content, but God blesses in it. God can use strength to meet the needs of His children. He can use strengths to meet your needs. He can use a madman, he can use a servant, he can use a purpose, he can use a team. I mean he can use anything to bless you. The devil has gradually succeeded in taking the faith of the church from the God of provision and replacing it with the God of systems structures and efforts and human dependability and today we are all working and thinking that it is my work that is blessing me well, how many of you agree with me if it is not my work I will not be able to eat Actually, your salary cannot do you anything in fact if you live on salary I pity you I'm telling you this. But if you live on the supply of God, you will never lack anything. Let's look at my scripture that I quoted in 1st Kings chapter 17. He said, the Lord of the Sheba of the said to him, as the Lord God of Israel is before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain this year, except at my word. In other words, God created the believer to be the law enforcing agent of his. Any time we open our mouth and we speak, God agrees with what we say. That is why we should be careful what we say. And if things are not working, God expects you and I to fix it. Tell the person you have the ability to fix it. Tell the person you have the power to fix it. In other words, when you open your mouth and you speak, you can see it happen. You don't need to run the course of men. You need to speak the positive of men. You need to speak. He didn't say, at the word of God, said, as long as the Lord God of Israel before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain this year except at my way. Why are you saying it? Because I know the Lord. Why are you saying it? Because I have a covenant with God. Why are you saying it? Because I am a child of God. Why are you saying it? Because I am born again. Why are you saying it? Because I know my father. Why are you saying it? Because the power of God is upon me. I declare over your life today may your words begin to create the effect of what you are looking for. Tell the person speak. Tell the person speak. He said, then the word of the Lord came to him saying, get away from here and turn eastward and hide by the brook chariot which flows into the Jordan. After he has spoken, God sent forth his word. You see, any time you defend God, God will defend you. You didn't hear what I'm saying. I said, any time you defend God, God will defend you he says that if you are not ashamed of me before men I will not be ashamed of you before my father in heaven if you cannot be a double standard before men about who I am I will not be a double standard to your life if you said you are a child of God he said I live as a child of God be honest as a child of God be truthful as a child of God and when he becomes critical I the Lord your God will defend you When he spoke to the king Ahab. king Ahab was married to one of the most wicked women the world has ever known. Called Jezebel. They will not joke to kill you. When he finished speaking. He could have been arrested there and then and be beheaded. But he said God intervened. He said go eastward. God showed him the place to go. You, you meet people today and they say, Pastor, tell me which work I should go and do. Tell me which lady I should marry. Tell me which car should I sit in. Tell me when should I do this. It is good to find out. But listen to me. God have to speak to you first. God is still speaking. person God is speaking. Before the prophet tells you that you are marrying tomorrow, you should know. Before he tells you that you are having this tomorrow, you should know. As I stand there, I know how many children I'm going to give birth to. And I have all the names of my children already. And it doesn't matter which prophet comes to town. It doesn't matter what doctors will say. I know it already. So before the prophecy comes, I know. One of the things I did when I came out of Islam into Christianity is to develop my ear to hear from the Lord. When I stand before you, I know what you are thinking. I know what you are saying. Even by shaking your hands, I can decode your system. Believe you me. I know what levels of prayer to enter into. To change the dynamics of things. I don't need to tell you. I'm just trying to let you know. He heard. He said go eastward. The question I want to ask you is that which direction is God sending your business? Which direction is God taking your family to? Which direction is God taking your resources to? Which direction is God directing you to go? You have no clue where God is taking you. You are like in the story of uh, Amata Edu. You are standing in the middle. You don't know where you are going. Ask somebody right now what is the next line or the next level of your life, as God is saying? Ask the person, do you know? We don't. So we are the mercy of people. So when you go and you don't get the thing, you are so angry with yourself and with everything. Because the truth is that you think you should have it now. Yet God is saying that tomorrow is the day. And yet you are thinking of it today. So you are angry with God actually. If it didn't happen now. Then something should be. It's a good eastward. And not only eastward. But hired by the brook Cherif. Which flows into the Jordan. I am not only sending you to a place but I am also hiding you In other words, God is the only one that can hide us from everything man cannot protect us, man cannot hide us but God is the one that can hide you, I declare over your life, it doesn't matter who will take you anywhere, to any shrine to any power, to any occultist, to any malam, to any jujuman if the Lord be for us, who can be against us, if the Lord is your shield and your buckler then you cannot fail for the righteous have a hiding place because the name of the Lord is a strong tower the righteous runners into it and they are saved
1: thank you very much for listening this is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Deagon. We know you've been blessed by God's Word. For more quality and practical teachings of Rev. Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastdagon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 57 You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m., on Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service, and Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you. And my Lord with you.
0: I know.